Welcome everyone to the Brew Thoughts Podcast. This is German coming to you on this Monday afternoon and we're gonna do our NBA Mondays and it's something we started last week and we'll go all the way through the finals and we'll just break down the week that was in the NBA. We go from Monday to Monday and so Well, Monday to Sunday. So, whatever happens today in today's game and all of this week, uh, don't be upset. Um, (laughs) Thinking that we missed it, we will cover it next week. Unless something very important happens, then obviously we'll we'll do an emergency pod uh, to to talk about whether it was a trade or uh, a significant injury that occurred to to a significant player. So, we'll, we'll start with... Monday, and on Monday we had, uh, I think the the Grizzlies, we'll, we'll start with Grizzlies Nets, and the Grizzlies had been playing really good, John Morant was looking like, like he had taken the leap, and, and I think it's safe to say he took the leap from where he was last year to, I think like a top 20, top 15 guy in the league. And he was playing playing really good, and then he sprained his ankle against the Nets. It didn't look good, so the fear was that something serious or more serious had happened. And thankfully, the all the MRIs and all that came back, and it was just a sprained ankle. So uh, the Grizzlies were still able to beat the Nets, who were without um, KD and and Kyrie, who both took the night off. But the big thing that came from there was that John Morant was out, and he's out for a few weeks, which puts the Grizzlies, uh, halts their, in a tough situation, it halts their progress, uh, not for that long, thankfully, as John Morant will make his way back in a few weeks. He said that he was going to play with the high-top Kobe's for the rest of the year in, in, in a tweet, so... Um, good for him and in terms of the other games the Rockets and and Nuggets played in a game where featured both teams out at the time had yet to win a game and the Nuggets were able to take care of take care of business in that one and beat the and beat the Nuggets and beat the Rockets and uh, for their first game of the year as they were able to defeat the the struggling Rockets and their horrid defense as the Rockets defense has been really bad over the the beginning of the year and uh, they were able to beat them uh, 124-111 and in a game where I think we're still uh, a game where I think Jokic could have had like 30 assists. He, he was so spectacular in that game, doing whatever he wanted. Uh, again, the defense for the Rockets was really bad and has been really bad. Uh, their switches are just ridiculously terrible. They're, they're lazy on defense, and uh, you're just seeing the. I think the. What happens when you're you have a James Harden led team with no real coach? Um, I know Silas is is well liked in the NBA, but he he wasn't a he isn't a 
these the, these coaches that is able to garner all this respect from from his players at least not yet and especially not a James Harden who doesn't seem to respect uh, anybody and so um, we had that game uh, which featured two Western Conference playoff teams uh, from a few months ago and so um, yeah so then we move on to the to the Hawks the Hawks have been hot they, they've been uh, Trey Young has been really good it's garnered some people to to look at the Luka Doncic trade and say well you know maybe, maybe Atlanta won the trade after all which is ridiculous let's let's put it an end to that conversation there uh Luka Doncic is better and will be better. He'll be a better pro than Trey Young. Not to say Trey Young is no good, but he's not better than Luka Doncic. Uh, the Hawks, on the other hand, have been really good to start the year. They were heading into heading into the week. They, they're coming in at four and two. They're they're playing as good as you as you would expect them to be playing, and and they've been a surprise for for everyone. I think that they are looking to be like the team that's going to be in the playoffs uh, heading into in the East uh, at least early on. It, it, they look really good, but anything can happen. Obviously, this is you can start four and two, six and two, or whatever, and then end the year uh, terribly. Uh, but I think the Hawks are for real um, in in the league. And then we get uh, as the league as the, as the week went on, the the Raptors, uh, I think, are a team that when as we look at Toronto, it's they're one and four, and I think that as much as we love Nick Nurse, and this is a, a pro Nick Nurse podcast. I think it's going to be really hard for them to win a lot of games. I think it's going to be difficult for them as as we look at their team. They're a team that has very limited resources. They're going to need OG on an OB to take a leap. Pascal Siakam, who got suspended uh, during the the week for. Um, just doing unsportsmanlike things that the game was over, but the the game wasn't over, but it was over, and he walked away before the 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 the, the, the last buzzer rang, and so he got suspended um, for that. Uh, Kyle Lowry and Fred VanVleet are good, are okay, but they they don't have enough to compete in the East this season, and so. It's going to require a lot of work from Nick Nurse, who already does an, an amazing job in, in 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 scheming for different for every team in the league, and I just think it's going to be a, a hard thing to ask Nick Nurse to do, especially with this team. And, and so I think if the if the Raptors aren't able to turn it around soon, this could get ugly and. Uh, they could just very well position themselves for the draft um, in that in that case. And, and maybe, you never know, we, we might actually see them move on from Kalari this time around. Um, and just they, they, they might choose to just do a complete uh, rebuild 
in in Toronto or Tampa Bay because that's where they're playing this this season. And uh, the 76ers are are playing decent. I think that they're and I say decent even though they're five and one because they it's it's really hard to evaluate them. It's really hard to 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 know how real they are. I, I think Philly I think that their team matches up better than last year because they have better shooting. Dwight Howard has been has been interesting to say the least. Uh, is he gonna be able to have the same impact as he did with the Lakers? It, it's hard to tell because Dwight worked really well under LeBron because LeBron was able to keep him in check. And I don't know if anybody in Philly besides Doc Rivers can keep him in check. But Philly, they look like their pieces are fitting a lot better. I think Ben Simmons, he's he's playing um, and returning back to to his to where he was before the injury. He, he's taking more threes, which... For Ben Simmons, that's that's big, and their defense is just uh, spectacular, which is, has always been. I think Ben Simmons is is an elite defender. Joel Embiid in the paint can can cause trouble, and they have Danny Green who plays really good defense, and um, Thibault who's who's known for his defense. So this is a very good defensive team. Where under Doc Rivers, they're able to, he's been able to get a lot out of them. Which is what we were expecting from from Doc Rivers, as he's a grown up in 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 there with a plan, and he's able to garner far more respect than than Brett Brown was able to garner. So uh, it, it's been a good it's been good to see Philly early on uh, to see them mesh with their with their with their squad um, because they, they definitely had a big question mark. And they're definitely the team that, yeah, as as we look at them, they're the, they're they're really hard to to judge because if you go based on pay, uh, on their roster, they have one of the best rosters. But if you go based on what we've seen them do, it, then that's where it, it gets tricky. Um, can they compete on paper with Brooklyn with Boston? Of course they can. But will they compete with them on on the court? It's something that we're going to have to see, and maybe this year with Doc Rivers, um, maybe and the roster that they have now, and with Daryl Morey making moves, maybe we'll see a different result on the court for for the Seventy Sixers. Um, the Warriors have been. They're two and two, so they've been mediocre, but their wins, they're three and three, sorry. They're three and three. Their wins have been good, and their losses have been really bad. And so they're the team that when they get beat, they get beat. And so uh, Steph Curry yesterday blew up for 62. He Steph Curry has been uh, so ridiculous to start the year. Um, in terms of his, just the, the the way he plays, he's so smart. The way he moves, he struggled from three in the first few games, but you knew he was going to snap out of it. 
and he's so much fun to watch. The league is so much better when he's in when, when he's playing. And yesterday, as he went off for sixty two, it was just spectacular. There's very few things in the NBA that are more fun than seeing Steph Curry cook. And so, for Golden State, I I would love to see Steve Kerr simple make everything more simple. I think he's trying to run this very elaborate offense, and he needs to coach it down. He he needs to just simplify everything. And I'm not saying anything new. I think this is very very well uh, talked about throughout the league. He he just needs to slow things down. He needs to run things like pick and roll with Wiseman and and Curry, and just slow everything down, simplify everything. And allow his, the the guys around Curry and 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 Draymond to 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 settle in and relax and and run a, a simple offense. To ask these guys to run a very complex offense, you're, he's setting them up for failure. And I think Golden State can compete in the West, at least for the lower seats, if he if he, Steve Kerr simplifies the game for them. Uh, uh, which is going to be something we're going to have to see. Uh, in terms of the Pacers and the Celtics, uh, and they played each other this week, and the Celtics won 116-111, and they played on Tuesday. Um, as we look at both of these teams, the Celtics are at 4-3, and three, um, and they're missing, the, they're, they're missing Kemba, uh, Jalen Brown has been really good. Uh, Tristan Thompson has been a really good addition for them. Uh, Jason Tatum is is as talented as they come, but it seems to be it seems that he he's stuck in two modes. He's either going to be doing crazy step back threes and not wanting to drive, or he's going to be super aggressive. And the Celtics are better when he decides to be aggressive and 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 attack the basket. The Celtics, I think, are a team that have a move to make. They have that trade exception uh, for like $27 million or something like that. So they are a team that definitely they, they need to, they're going to have to make a move. There's rumblings that they're, they could be in for James Harden, which would be very interesting to see James Harden in, in that team with with uh, just that coaching staff uh, I think it's it just would be weird <laughs> I think just to, just to see them to see him try to play in a Brad Stevens offense um, and I, I don't know how that would work but James Harden is one of the best scorers in, in the league and, and one of the best ones in NBA history. So I think if you can get him, I think most teams feel obligated to try and, and do that. For the Pacers, Sabonis has been spectacular. He, he's so good, and he, he's he's showing everything off um, for them. Victor Lodipo looks like he's 90% back, which is a good sign for him. Um, but I, this is just they're, they're a good team they're, they're a team that's uh, like all for like most years they're just super solid and they're not going to beat themselves they're smart Malcolm Brogdon is is there providing help with Oladipo and Sabonis so they have a nice good team there 
and um, it, it's just it's just going to be interesting to see what they do with Oladipo. Do they move him during the season? Um, and what do they decide to do? Miles Turner has been in trade talks for a few seasons now. Do they move on from him? Um, but the Pacers are and the Celtics are both good. Uh, a team that's that's stumbling a little bit is the Milwaukee Bucks. They beat the Heat 144-97 and they broke the record for most threes in a game. Uh, but it, it's hard to evaluate them because the the Bucks, especially when they're making threes like that, because it's hard to break down any of that. And Milwaukee has been pretty inconsistent. They're three and three. Uh, Giannis has been okay. Holiday has looked to be uh, a good addition. Is he worth everything they give up for him? I don't think so. Uh, Chris Middleton is Chris Middleton, um, and he's just. You know the uh, Ryan Rosillo calls it the thirteen thirty. So and that's where he's at. Um, the Miami Heat, who are who find themselves at what are they at? Like three and at two and three, they're a team that um, you know it looks like they overachieved last season. They haven't looked all that great in this season yet. Um, I, I know it's early, and I know they're going to get their, their their legs back eventually as they play deep into the bubble as they were in the finals. Uh, but Jimmy Butler is, is Jimmy Butler. He's not going to – he's not this top five guy or top ten guy. Um, he's okay. He's, he's, he's a tough – top 20 guy but he's not a he's not somebody you're going to win a title with if he's your number one Bam Adebayo has been hasn't really taken a leap from last year he seems to be the same guy and Tyler Harrow and and Drogic and Robinson it, it just seems like the, the Heat are at the same level as they were last year the difference is that the, their intensity isn't where it was last season, and 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 they're not in a bubble, so they they actually have to travel, and it seems like like it's been affecting them. We'll talk about the let's talk about the who should we talk about here? Let, let's hit on the Sacramento Kings. The Kings finished the week, and and they're they've been a nice surprise at three and three. And they've been, we've seen, I think the the second best rookie has been Tyrese Halliburton. And he's been, he's so smart. His shot translates to the NBA. He, he, he's reading things that most rookies don't read on defense and on offense and making the right plays. And to see Halliburton, he's so much fun to watch. And so to to, it's hard to believe that that some other team didn't pick him up before he got picked. But um, Halliburton definitely was is in my opinion the second best player in the in the draft behind Wiseman. Uh, but Buddy Yield has been good. De'Aaron Fox has been 
uh, has been good as well. Um, one of the things with with the Kings, they remind me a lot of the Lakers under Luke Walton, where they were they competed and they, they were in games. They just had no idea how to close games out, and that that's what happened to the Kings against the Rockets this week. They were in that game, they were close, and they just couldn't close it out. They didn't know how to win, and and, and it, it's just a, a typical young team mentality uh, and struggle and so as the season goes along you would we would hope that the kings are able to figure out how to win uh, to close and close games out um, the phoenix suns uh, let's talk about them uh, let's talk about them and the jazz as they play this week uh, phoenix 106 and they beat the the jazz 106 to 95 phoenix coming in to the week five and two Devin Booker looks like he's taking the leap Chris Paul has been really good on this team and he's provided leadership and and pointers and 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 just everything that comes from a Chris Paul experience and he's been so good for that team as well as Jay Crowder Jay Crowder has been a good addition for them DeAndre Ayton has been playing really solid for the Phoenix Suns, so I'm happy that these guys are these guys are playing really well. Uh, as as Phoenix has definitely a bright future, and we're we're seeing it come to life. McCaw Bridges has has been really good for them as well, um, off off the bench, and so just throughout we're we're just seeing Phoenix mesh well and and play together. Uh, on, for Utah, we have uh, they have been good too. They're four and two, and they're coming into this week um, with Rudy Gobert playing his typical good defense. Um, Mitchell is establishing himself as a, as a as just a star in the NBA. Uh, it, it seems like Conley has figured out his place in. In Utah, and he doesn't look so out of place as he was so terrible last season that it made us all wonder what happened to to Mike Conley. And this year, he's playing a lot better than he than he did a, a week a year ago. And so it's good to see that he's playing uh, better this time around uh, for the Jazz. And so they under Conley. He's leading them in, in in scoring and 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 plus and minus. So so and he's second in assists. So to start the year, Conley is definitely proving to be a uh, a good pickup from a year ago. And so it's good to see them come together. And the West is just so stacked. The West is just a. Uh, just just a bloodbath and it's going to be a bloodbath as we uh, as the, as the season develops even more um and let's do let's do the wizards the wizards have been they started off 0 and 5 or something like that they're now at 2 and 5 so they, they finally won a game they they won two games and uh, they look okay. Russell Westbrook is doing Russell Westbrook things. Bradley Beal is ridiculous still. And 
they're learning to play with the other team, with the other two guys on that team. And like we, like I said last week, if you have Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook, there's no reason for why they shouldn't be competing in the in the East. There's no reason for why they should have not won a game until recently. So um, the Wizards look like they're turning it around, and so which leads to. Which is good. The Bulls have been a, a nice surprise to start the year. They they marketing looks like he he's he shook off whatever was wrong with him a year ago. Zach Levine is still he he's okay. He he's you know I, I think he's an acquired taste, and if you like his game, you you love it. But but he's one of those you either love him or hate him. Otto Porter Jr. has been surprisingly good for that team. And Billy Donovan is just doing a good job of, of getting the best out of his guys. Um, and Thad Young, who's who's the immortal Thad Young, um, it feels like he's like 50. But he, he's playing good under under Billy Donovan in Chicago. So they find themselves at 3-4 and four and competing every night, which is what you want to see from these young teams. Uh, you, you want to see them compete on a night-to-night basis. And we're getting that from Chicago. For the Dallas Mavericks, Dallas Mavericks have been a disappointment to start the year. They start the week at two and four, and they have just been struggling uh, to start the season. They can't get any consistent play. Uh, Luka Doncic started off uh, struggling um, for for. Uh, from three, and so he's he got hurt a little bit as well, but he seems to be okay. He seems like he's going to play today against the Rockets as they'll play in in Houston. But it's it's one of these games. It's been one of these early seasons for the Mavs where they kind of just have to ride and manage through this little mini storm. Perzingis hopefully comes back soon, and hopefully he can stay. Hopefully he can stay healthy. Uh, because if not, it's just going to be a tough, long season for for um, for Dallas. And they, if if Porzingis can't come back soon enough, and if they can't turn turn it around, and if they can't be more consistent in their play, then we're going to see a. We're, we, we they might they might have to make a decision, and so. Um, and then we just got breaking news on Kevin Durant, who um, he's going to have to be seven days in quarantine. Uh, I think he got exposed to the virus, so there's that. So we have Kevin Durant in any of your fantasy. He he might he's going to be up for at least seven days as he has to quarantine. Um, and so yeah, so for Dallas, they they have to they're going to have to ride this storm somehow. And see if they're able to 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 come out of it, uh, and then we'll do let's do Blazers, Clippers, Lakers, and we'll we'll end the pod. Blazers, the Blazers are entered the season as uh, everyone's favorite team, and 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 everyone's uh, everyone loved what their their GM did over the off season. Uh, Dame Lillard is is Dame, and I think it's they're just. They're keeping 
their level. Uh, Robert Covington seems to be a, a good pickup for them. Um, and I think the thing with Covington is can he stay healthy consistently and can he stay engaged? Because uh, he can, he's a floater sometimes in in the in, in games but they're at three and three they've played good games against the lakers and they they had two games over the weekend versus the warriors where they win one and then curry yesterday cooked them for 62 um but portland is is solid and and they're doing typical portland things um and the clippers the clippers five and two they got that beat down by 52 points a week ago. But since then, they, they've been good throughout. Um, they Paul George says that more players talk more trash to him, which is more which was to be expected. But the Clippers are, are just rolling along. I think that this, this year is a big year for them where they have a lot to prove. Kawhi has a lot to prove. He entered last season um, with nothing... It was hard to find anybody with criticism, and now after last year, after last season's uh, embarrassing exit, they, he has a lot to answer for now, and so it, it seems that they're taking this season a lot more serious than they did last year, um, and they're not taking as many breaks. Um, and the Lakers, the the Lakers are at five and two as well. Uh, and in the in the West, uh, there's a three-way tie for five and two: Clippers, Suns, Lakers. And uh, the Lakers have just been taking care of business. Uh, Anthony Davis has been good, except for one of those games against San Antonio where he just didn't show up. Um, the Lakers are a lot uh, very focused on building team chemistry. That seems to be their what they want to do, which. Um, seems to be um, something that they were doing last year and, and they continue to do it. Uh, Wesley Matthews had a good game against the Spurs and he seems to be a good pickup. He, he, he's giving the Lakers what they needed in terms of shooting. Uh, Montrez Harrell, he, he's, he's good for the chemistry, but defensively teams attack him. So it's going to be interesting to see how the Lakers and Frank Vogel adjusts to him as, as the season goes along. And as the games go deeper into in the fourth quarter, does he play him in the fourth? And Dennis Schroeder. Uh, Dennis Schroeder has been, has been good. The Lakers are looking to extend him. And he's just been a, a very good addition, and he plays very well with LeBron and all those guys. So um, Dennis Schroeder, definitely a good pickup for the Lakers, uh, as we had mentioned on the pod earlier in the when it first happened um so yeah so let's look at some standings let's look at the the team that's the so we will have the we have the sixers at five and one the best record in the east and the worst record is the pistons at one and five and the pistons are just a disaster with with you know just i don't know what they did in the offseason they got jeremy grant who's his usage rate is ridiculous for him being Jeremy Grant, um, but that's how it goes for, for them. Uh, in the West, uh, like I mentioned, there's a three-way tie of five and two, and there's a, what is it, one, two, three, four, five-way tie for last place. Nuggets, two and four, Spurs, Mavericks, Timberwolves, and Grizzlies all at two and four. Um, but... 
again, this is a long season, 70 games, and these these stats will definitely these records will definitely be will will, will definitely be switching as the as the the season can develops even more. Um, a few games to look for this coming week. We have um, Mavericks Rockets today, uh, so that's going to be that should be a good one to look out for. Um, the Kings Warriors is going to be a sneaky fun one. Um, just that they match up very well, and if Curry's cooking, um, I think just anytime Curry plays, he's going to be just a, a a team to watch. And then we have uh, another team, uh, another game to watch. Wednesday we have Celtics Heat in the rematch of the uh, of the conference finals, so that one should be fun. Rockets Pacers on Wednesday should be a lot of fun. Both teams that. Um, the Rockets. One thing to mention about the Rockets as well. Uh, John Wall looks like John Wall. He looks fast. He he's a th- he he looks like he's gained most of his athleticism. Um, John Wall looks really good. So the, if as as you watch the Rockets, look at John Wall and look how good he's moving. He it's so fluid. Uh, it's amazing the technology in medicine that we get that allows these guys to play longer than they have ever been able to play. Um, and then we have uh, during the the week we get the Sixers Nets. I know Durant's not going to be in that game, uh, according to what the news we just got. But Sixers Nets should be a fun one if Kyrie plays, and uh, it should be a good one uh, in Brooklyn. And then we get Mavericks Nuggets, Luca versus Jokic, um, Luca versus Jamal. Murray and and so that one should be fun on Thursday. And finally, um, we have to end the week the on the over the weekend. We're gonna get Nuggets Sixers and that one should be fun. That's on Saturday afternoon. Um, in two teams that feature two elite big men and and two uh, strong. Uh, strong guard play in Simmons and Murray so that one should be a lot of fun to watch Suns Pacers another one to watch both teams that are really good and playing and playing at a at a really high level um, and finally to cap the week off in the NBA we get Lakers Rockets on Sunday Heat Celtics on Sunday those games should be fun uh, so keep an eye out on those and 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 that's it. So, a lot of good basketball being played. A lot of a lot of fun in the NBA as always. It's it's one of the best leagues in the in the world. And I say one of them because I watch just a lot of sports. So, um, it's just so much fun to have the NBA back to to break down all these storylines to see Kevin Durant look like Kevin Durant again. And yeah, we'll do this again next week, and we'll keep you posted on. Anything that goes on, anything that happens, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely hop on here and have a, uh, an emergency party. We have to. But that's the breakdown week, what is it, three of the NBA. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram, broodthoughts.podcast. You can follow our our YouTube page, the Brood Thoughts Podcast, uh, to see all the coffee stuff we're doing. Uh, we had a... Ryan Garcia post fight 
pod yesterday with David and, and, and Adrian. So check that out. We're having a wild card preview later on this week. And we're having our regular pod uh, with Albert and Ed on Sunday. So keep an eye out for all of those. And uh, thank you for your support. Please rate, review, subscribe our pod anywhere you get your pods. Uh, it definitely helps. And uh, we'll be seeing you guys soon. So thank you for listening. This has been German, the Brief Thoughts Podcast. Drink better coffee.